0: Episode 81. Did you have? No. Gotta, <laughs> <I> gotta, <laughs> you guys stop
1: saying.
2: We're that. almost at 100. Like, no,
1: I knew we would get here by now. <laughs>
2: well, You never know.
1: 81. Kind of coming. Hey, last week's episode, let's talk about last week's episode. I got a lot of feedback or just like hearing people talking about it. I think it was another episode where they're now like they pick up things happening in class and they use and they use like things that they heard in the podcast to make comments towards what's happening in the class.
2: (laughs) I find it funny that you get all the feedback and I think it's because you do all the talking because I don't get any feedback, which is fine. Like, I don't I I didn't
0: get any
1: text or nothing. It was just like comments I heard. Oh, it was a good one. I like talking about that stuff. I just like talking,
2: <laughs> which is how we started today.
1: Yeah. For our <laughs> listeners, this is what, what Coach Whitney just said to me: "You can just blab, and I'll pick up on something."
2: <laughs> Literally, because you said, "I feel like I could just talk forever." Whatever you said.
1: Barf words. Barf
2: words out. Yeah.
1: It <laughs> was my lingo. <laughs>
2: so. We'll just dump this soapbox episode number
1: 375. <laughs> I just have had a lot of recurring conversations in the last couple of weeks. And there's been a theme, obviously, if they're recurring, though turn. It's just like I know that is what I hear a lot. And I mean, the things that I could be saying. Or like prescribing or whatever that it's the answer well i know that like so the theme today what
2: is your answer to that that statement that you hear from your
0: clients
1: is the same every time it's cool now i want to see you do it
0: um and that gets presented various ways right like it could be me giving a
1: nutrition prescription it could be like you sitting here and telling somebody what they need to do for their fitness or to lower their stress or to get more sleep or whatever. Right. Like the answer is I know how to do that. Or I know that because it's true. Like the things that create the most change are not new information. Like we're all smart human beings. We all know these things. It's not the knowledge. That's the problem. Like it's the action that's the problem or the inaction rather
2: so if people know these things why do you think they don't do it like if people have the answers to their problems or think they have the answers to their problems why don't you think they do it twofold (laughs) as she climbs up on the (laughs) soapbox
1: Because the answers are never something that's like super detailed or highly complicated or amazing or surprising or sexy for lack of better words. No, but that's really right. Like they are simple and they're boring. And it's the fact that we need to do them consistently, but because they're boring, we don't stick to it. It's not entertaining. It's not immediately rewarding. You know, there's... All things like that make them less attractive to continue to keep doing over a long period of time. And as human beings, the longer that period of time gets, the harder it is. We always want to be chasing the new fancy thing or the new this, the exciting that like squirrel over there, squirrel over here. But like really when you center yourself back and focus on these super boring things, these are the things that actually create the most change in whatever it is that you're doing.
2: And I think because of our society being like instant gratification society nowadays, it's like you don't get that from doing the things that you actually need to do. No. Hence why we have TikTok to make us do. <laughs> I feel like all of our episodes lately can all just <laughs> interrelate.
1: I've deleted it. TikTok? To get myself out of the hole for a few days.
2: Yeah, you'll have it back on your phone by the end of the
1: week. No, next week maybe.
2: How many times have you deleted TikTok?
1: Many. Many. <laughs> Then somebody sends me a video and then I have to re-download it. No, you don't. No, I do it. I know, but like I it pops up and I'm like, oh, you should re-download it. It's like, it's just, oh my then I get caught in this stupid cycle. So then you I delete it again. TikTok. I know.
2: Trust
1: me. See, I know that. <laughs>
2: Do you need a coach to keep you from putting TikTok on your phone? I might
1: need a check mark on my habit tracker. Did not look at TikTok today.
2: Oh boy. All right. And what was your other reason why you said you had two reasons? Well, I kind
1: of blended it in there, oh, Okay. but I, I, I guess the other part is just like, it's also tougher to be accountable to yourself mm-hmm. because you've got, you're the only one that you can disappoint. You're the only one that you can, mm-hmm experience the positive feeling or emotions surrounding that. Like it just, it's you and only you. And there's no one, like you have no one to report to no one to be responsible to other than yourself. And to not have that middleman in between makes it easier to stop
2: or make different choices. Like nobody's going to know if I don't have vegetables with my supper tonight, that sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Do you, like when people come and say like, I know what I need to do,
0: like like what, and I know, I feel like
2: I just kind of asked this question, but it's like, I still, what keeps them from doing it? Like, I just feel like there's something else that just keeps people from doing it. Aside from like the fact that it's boring The fact that it's so simple and it's not something fancy and it's not a quick fix. I just feel like there's something else stopping people.
1: I think some people are afraid of failure, to be honest, that like they've already envisioned worst case scenario before they've even started and given themselves a chance. And I think that's valuable where a coach can help you work through those feelings, too, because, you know, when you do experience setbacks, the coach is there to like reframe it and reorientate you. So that you can learn from those experiences and actually make them positive experiences. When you're just there on yourself, you've got nothing but the story that you're telling yourself, right? And then you, again, too, you've also only got the language that you're speaking to yourself. Um, I had this conversation with somebody yesterday that like, you know, you have these, like, I can't do that. I'm fat. I'm this. My husband doesn't think I'm attracted. You know what I mean? You're You only have you speaking to you. And there's no one there to argue those points. Mm
0: -hmm. So
1: really you're just bullying yourself into this. And I mean, that's like when you have that type of mindset and that type of language, that's hard to get out of that or to even want to try to work against it. So again, another spot where like it's valuable to have that coach with you to be the person who like argues against all that stuff or can like re like change the language and the verbiage. So it's now a positive rather than, Um, you know, I'll kind of take that further. I actually had this conversation with someone about myself that like in the last two years, like through COVID and the business being locked down, like my personal, like health took a shit kicking, right? Like I talk about it often, 135 bottles of wine in the garage, empty bottles in three months that we were locked down. Like that is awful. And, you know, I frame it like that, like this sucks, this, whatever, like I'm not as fit as I was and dah, 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 dah. And this person was like, like, but look at everything that came out of that time. And like, look at the language you're speaking to yourself with that. Like it's okay to have gone through that, but like, let's take the lessons from that and move forward that way. And I mean, it's not like a snap your fingers and you feel good about it right away, but definitely is a different way to look at it. Just having that person to that coach to like, reframe it you know not everything is a bad thing we're just like that as human beings
0: mm-hmm. do you
2: think like what role does consistency play a factor into the i know that and like i'm doing it but but there has to be some kind of consistency to see the benefits of
1: that's the make or break yeah twofold the execution is the first make or break and the consistency of that execution is the second make or break right like actually getting started and doing it versus
0: continuing to to do it so those are like two barriers you need to hop over can you elaborate on that like yeah so I mean like you take some
1: of the conversations in the last couple weeks is like I had a person who um, didn't like to eat. So they were a shift worker would come home from a night shift and like, you know, you're tired from working. It's been a long, I was going to say day, but night, I guess. And the first thing they would do is like, just, I don't feel like eating. So I'm just going to crawl into bed. And knowing that they need to eat that meal or have something at that point, because they haven't eaten for a really long time being at work, or vice versa, the same person would wake up in the morning and not want to eat breakfast. So like breakfast wasn't their thing. And it's like, I know I need to do this, but I'm just not doing it. Okay, cool. So the first step is we actually need to execute on that. Like, it's one thing to acknowledge it and, and almost talk like you accept that, you know, which is not what it's about. It's like not eating breakfast is not okay. So let's just not accept that. Um, Executing on like, I'm gonna find a way that I can start to learn how to do this and that's gonna be manageable for me. And then being able to sustain that over time and like get better at it, improve at it and like keep working at it. You know, There's two opportunities to trip up there. You either don't decide to start or you do start, it's challenging because absolutely, it's gonna cause friction. And you just give it in instead of like trying to be consistent and keep working on it. Consistently working at it and even just 1%. I mean, shit, that's the name of our podcast, right? Like you keep working at it. You're getting 1%
0: better at it versus not even trying at all. So like there's still merit in that. You know, because
1: like, again, we say this question so many times, what is the alternative? Well, then you just don't continue to eat breakfast and you feel like shit when you get home from work or you wake up and you're starving and you go to work hungry because you didn't want to eat breakfast, you know? So like decide to execute and then be consistent.
0: The consistency is the key to results. The decision is like the catalyst to change. That is quotable material. Oh, but is the execution (laughs) the catalyst to change?
1: Ooh, yeah.
2: Ooh, yeah. Because I can make a decision to change and right like, whether or not that I do it or not.
1: Yeah, yeah. I take that back. Change my quote, please.
2: Okay. Say it again so that it can be
1: foolish. The <laughs> I don't even know what I said.
2: The execution. the
1: execution is the catalyst to change, and the consistency is like the key to results.
2: Yes. There. That's the quote. <laughs> You're welcome. T shirts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm assuming there's other conversations that come up when people make this. I know that statement.
1: I almost like I sit here and I hear that and I'm like, all right, let's go. like Let's go. I know, you know it. I know it too. Like I've been working nutrition with people or whatever, fitness, everything for 11, 12, 15 years now. I know these things. I also know that I don't do them.
2: Who's laughing? Because I also feel the same way.
1: Yeah. It's hard.
2: hard. It's hard.
1: Because it's not knowledge. Knowledge is not the key. And I mean, it was interesting. I I actually had one. Unless
2: you're picking something up off a TikTok. Because that requires some (laughs) knowledge to decipher whether it's a good idea or not.
0: Sorry, I just have to say that.
1: (laughs) So I, I had a client before... Um, this was a few months ago has, when they had first come in for their console. One of the goals that they had was to learn new information. Like they were actually a data driven person, like loves the knowledge part of it. And when I'm sitting here and I'm like, okay, cool. My, my program's actually based on action. <laughs> I'm like, all right, this might actually be fun. Cause now I can like incorporate a lesson per week. And now I can actually teach you something. So that was a little bit fun, but maybe another layer of the onion from what 99% of people need, you know, in 15 years, that might've been the first person that like specifically asked to be taught something. So I think that was interesting. Um, did it help them achieve or did it help them? Like, did it, did it help them execute on what it was that I needed them to do? No. It was more like as an addition, you know what I mean? Because the things that I was asking them to do were so basic and I really just needed the consistency to it, that the extra knowledge I was giving them was simply just for a knowledge sake.
2: Did that kind of fall off in terms of being a focal point?
1: The importance of it absolutely dwindled. Yeah. Like it, it, to the point where like, it just wasn't even a thing anymore. Because the focus became on doing the basic things. Yeah.
2: Doing the basic things.
1: And I took note of that about halfway through the yeah. program to myself. Yeah. That like this, this played out exactly like I knew it was yeah. going to.
2: This isn't why we're here. <laughs> yeah. Interesting.
1: Experience though, right? Like you can. Yeah. I, th- I thought it was absolutely great that this person was like explicitly asking for those things. And it, absolutely, I'll give it to you.
0: I'm happy to teach, but that's not going to make you be successful with your goals. I promise. Yeah. I'm just thinking in my own experience, like um,
2: my coach who does my like fitness programming, he's like, maybe one of the takeaways is you learn something new for your clients. And I was like, no, like that's not why I'm here. I'm here for myself. And then midway through a workout, I was doing something new that I had never done before. And I was like, oh, cool. I'll use this for one of my clients. And I was like, ah, here we are. <laughs> this is like one of those that that added information, that learn something new thing, I think needs to just be like a bonus. Like
1: Yeah, it's just like a reward almost, yes. right? Yeah. Like, but it doesn't actually like, it's not the reason for your success
2: no not in a situation like that
1: and that's why i always wonder like put yourself in the client's shoes for once when they're like brand new to the gym and just stepping in for their nsi and you're like all right we're gonna do this nutrition program and this is what it looks like and that person is probably sitting there expecting like i'm gonna bring out plastic containers and this is what i want you to You're going to eat this much food and XYZ, and there's 20 different layers to what I need you to do. And you're like, no, actually, I just need you to put some half a plate of vegetables and fist size of meat, (laughs) you know,
2: some starchy carbs. It's
1: not sexy. It, It really isn't, but that's the beauty of it. It's like, it works if you do it.
2: And we can argue like, that's CrossFit. CrossFit's not sexy. It just, it works. Yeah. Plain and simple.
1: Well, wow, the intensity is kind of sexy. That's what drew me in. <laughs> sure.
0: <laughs> that is
2: not what drew me in.
1: <laughs> what? Me dying doing thrusters and That's burpees over it. the bar and rowing or whatever it was that you watched from above that day? That's was thrusters and rowing. Oh, no. Yeah,
2: there is nothing sexy about
0: that. Sorry to burst your breath. <laughs>
2: Um, okay, this is going to be an interesting question. And like you can make it super generic. What types of people, like when I'm talking like mentality, attitude, and like mindset, do you see succeed when you answer there? I know that question with, we just need to be consistent with our execution.
0: So, what types of people succeed with that as an answer, and what types of people do not? I forget to answer this very politically correct. (laughs) What personality types, I
2: guess, would be the type of way to. I'm going to come
1: at this as a totally different way than you're expecting later on in some of those conversations when we're talking about how to how to like make this plate method and draw my plate out to look a certain way or whatever and the conversation becomes about recipes
2: Mm, okay I see where you're going
1: then I know that we're going to have problems and what I mean by that is recipes are generally multi-layered you know long list of ingredients mass quantities of things and you're relying on something else to tell you what to do right like just from a, a step out of the box and look at what a recipe is and we haven't even started day 1 and you're already asking for a recipe list especially for the people that i have like tracking their food then I know we're really going to have problems because they're just not bought into the basics where we haven't perfected the basics yet and whatever. It's like when you try to take on the whole elephant, instead of just taking small bites of the elephant, you want to go big. You want to hit the home run before you even got the pitch. You know, like it's, we have to start small and you have to understand that, but you're trying to jump into the deep end and, like make fancy meals and be elaborate about things. And you're trying to make something that's not sexy, sexy.
2: So like the overthinkers, the yeah. patient people, the.
0: The want it alls. <laughs> would you say the, that's maybe a mass. Would you say the
2: male population is more successful? than Absolutely.
1: <laughs> hundred percent
2: because as you're saying this in like recipes i was like it's the males the males are more successful like super simple like and, and, no and by there, successful
1: like i'm like, strictly following the plan the
2: plan yes, not like results I mean. no, no, no,
1: driven because no. that's a whole different conversation no, i mean
2: like with the follow-through of the plan yeah like the simple the basics like black white
1: i need a meat. i need a vegetable i need a carb yeah. and i can follow that to a t yeah. type of thing instead of like you know, I'm gonna make a lasagna that has some zucchini layers instead of pasta layers, and it's gonna be loaded with two cups of cheese and like that. And, and not just that, that like,
0: can't
2: be
1: done. Absolutely. That but when you're you're tackling that before we even yep. started day one, like and I mean some of the conversations I've had in the last couple of weeks have been driven like that. And my automatic response is to reorientate them and like listen you're trying to establish a new routine and build new habits. You need to keep this as simple as possible. Pick a protein, pick a carb, pick some vegetables, lay it on your plate like that. Like make your meals super boring for the first couple of weeks, because that's what we need.
2: I remember having that conversation with my mom and she was like, I'm going to do this recipe. How do I track this recipe? And I was like, as soon as somebody says, how do I track a recipe? I'm just like, whoa, calm to face. Like, (laughs) no, like I, I do not have the patience to explain that process to anyone because it is just, it's complicated. And as soon as something becomes complicated, it's like, I know we're not going to be successful. It was just like, just put protein, a carb and some veggies in color a day. Like, why do we need a recipe? And I, and I just think like that has always been the norm and I say that in quotations because our mom's moms followed recipes like there was always a recipe for something but to just go back to or to find the basics is so difficult for people which is which is odd because following a recipe is difficult and requires a lot more brain power and ingredient finding and direction following when you could literally and make
1: scrolling through half a page of ads to even get it's, to the well,
2: yes no, it's before it used to be a little bit easier <laughs> flip through a magazine but yeah i just like simple and again simple is boring
1: and or oh what thought did i have here you know there is a time and place where a recipe mm-hmm. is absolutely applicable but i think that by the time that that recipe comes around You've already put in enough time into these basic things that like, you don't have to really think about what the, like how the recipe quantifies to match what it is you're trying to do. No. Like if you're going to make soup or whatever. So that was the conversation I just had was about soup. I mean, you don't overthink that one, like put a pile of meat in it, put a pile of vegetables and now, you know, you've conquered it. Like, yeah. Don't overthink that one. Yeah. But if you're going to be elaborate about chocolate chip, protein, breakfast, smoothie, cookie things. Yeah. We've got bigger problems. Yeah. Watch now. No one's going to ask me how to record a recipe.
2: (laughs) Well, and, and then my answer is like, It is time consuming. Like, do you really want to go? Is, is it worth it to go through this process to do this?
1: That's another, okay. So maybe, maybe this is an episode in and of itself, but meal prepping, you know, and especially again, too, you're starting out and you just need a routine meal prepping is a skill. And I would say that meal prepping for longer periods of times is a skill that most people don't have. And it takes practice. And I, you know, you and I have got it down to an art that we can do it in like an hour and a half, including shopping time. Like Mm -hmm. that's including shopping time. But when a basic person who's like just starting out on this takes them an hour and a half to go shopping, then they have to put everything away. Then they have to like, think about each step of the process. Like if you keep it super simple, you can cook three proteins at once. You've got two pounds of vegetables in the oven and the barbecue is running, handling the rest. Like, and that hour and a half, was a four hour process for someone else. Like, yeah, that could be super defeating. And now you've added some recipes into the mix. Like, Holy cow.
2: I cooked four different meals for two different people in an hour. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I mean, an
2: hour and a half because I also did groceries in there.
1: Multitasking is hard for some people. I understand that it's a skill. It takes practice, but like when you keep the objective of it, super simple, you've eliminated a ton of friction points that present themselves. Yeah. And I love like the food options guide that we give out in our nutrition program is like, just stick to that. Mm -hmm. Like I have simplified it for you. And I mean, so then people always say, well, if I don't want to eat boring food for the same, like how you make your food not boring is add flavor. Mm -hmm. Pair it together in different ways. Make a wrap one day out of the same ingredients that you're eating out of a plastic container another day. Like that's literally all you have to do to make something have some pizzazz to it that feels a little boring. Try some different spices. Like I love spices. Experimenting with spices, one of my favorite parts about cooking. Just what kind of flavor? How much flavor bursts can I give this food? You don't need a spectacular recipe to, to do that. Wow, we got on a long tangent about recipes. <laughs>
2: recipes not
1: the way episode 81 about recipes (laughs) no one is ever going to ask about recipes ever again
2: no don't do it (laughs) just keep it simple
1: but i mean like that's what it comes down to is like i know i know that oh well how do i make this recipe cool it's not about that i want to see you do this
0: and it's like
1: I—I I mean, you could put water in that same conversation. When you're like, "Okay, we're going to drink three to four liters of water." Okay, well, like I already know that. Like, I'm why am I doing this for you to tell me how to drink water? Like, literally, not about that. I know you need to drink water, but like, you're not obviously doing it yourself, so you need someone to hold you accountable to do that until it becomes a permanent habit. I love that one. Water is probably the most obvious one. Like. I'm going to, you're going to coach me to tell me how much water I need to. Yeah, you're absolutely right. It does sound ridiculous. I'm with you on that, but you know what? By the end of this, I'm going to have you drinking four liters of water and you're only drinking two right now. And watch how amazing you're going to feel because I've helped you be consistent in doing that.
0: That's where the value is. It's not what are the things I need to foul. It's not, it's not about that. Same with, I, I mean, I got it about mo- daily movement the other day.
1: Like you, you want me to go for a 10 minute walk? Yeah, I do. I, I really do. I don't, I don't mean to be facetious in what I'm saying. I absolutely don't.
0: It, I understand my tone may come off like that. I feel like people can
2: go back to our episodes about like why you need a coach.
0: Oh, Absolutely. Especially if you default to the line, I know that. I know that. So then why aren't you doing it? Having that person there.
1: You know, I've said this many times. I have coaches in my life for many different things and have for many numerous years. I have spent a lot of money on mentorship and coaching in all areas of my life for half of my lifetime. And the value of having somebody there to be responsible, you know, to, that you're responsible to and you're accountable to and to guide you clear of like all the mistakes, like save your time and be more efficient that way. Like, yeah, if you're going to tell me to drink water, I'm going to drink water because
0: you know something or like, you know, you see further down the line than I can. And maybe that's what it is. Like the coach has that experience. They can see further down the
1: line. They know what is ahead. And you might not. And like, it may start out with a 10 minute walk as the thing that you're doing, but how that evolves through the course of time as you become more consistent with it, I mean, that changes for everybody. It looks different as it goes.
0: So like, that's just our starting point. I know you know it. I just want to see you do it. It's like another little tagline one. It's going to become just because you can doesn't mean you should. I know you know it. I just want to see you do it. (laughs) (laughs) That one doesn't have a nice of a ring to it. What kind of listener questions do you have? What are the things that you know that you know you're not doing? And who is the person you can reach out to to help make you do them? I think also understanding why you don't do them. Mm -hmm. Somebody asked me this morning. um, I was telling them
1: about like my aesthetic goals that I have for my referee career. So I have a little bit pressure to, obtain these this summer and they're like well do you have a nutrition coach and I actually had just ended what I was doing um about a month and a half ago I was like yeah no I'm just gonna try and do it on my own and they're like no you go and get a coach and I was like no I think I can do it and they're like no like save
0: yourself time go and get a coach and I was like okay Because I know I'm not going to do these things. I was just going to say, regardless of if that person
2: said that you'd be getting a coach in like two months anyway. Yeah, but Cause you would know, cause, right? but that's
1: already two months too late, right? Oh, for like, sure. that's the but thing. like,
2: yeah, like, it's like,
1: I know I
0: need to do these things. But I also know by now that I'm not going to do them unless somebody's telling me to do them. And I mean, that's I can be honest with myself, you know it's
1: I think that's another episode in of its own it's like the ability to actually like face what you've got going on and like be willing to change that
2: well and I think it's like calling yourself out on your own bullshit and whatever story it is you're telling yourself I can't do this because of xyz
1: like I had a massive conversation about that yesterday it was like I'm not going to go on because I, this, I'm going here, this traveling here, this is doing this, then we're doing this. And like, I'm like, so
2: that's life. <laughs>
1: like Cool. Like let's use this time right now to like build up, to handle those things. And I have a person who's a shift worker right now. Um, but they're on a month of holidays. And the reason they came to me was like, to figure out how to eat and Mm -hmm. be a shift worker. Mm -hmm. I was like, this is perfect. Like if I could have all my shift workers come to me with a month of holidays before they go back to work, like think of all the progress we're going to make on the basic things that you get to practice. Then we get to implement them.
2: I had a client like that came to me, um, like farmer came to me during winter, like I want to get this organized. So that come heart or come seeding, come harvest. I know how to do this. And this is second nature to me. And I was like, perfect. Did it work?
0: Yep. Yeah.
1: hundred percent. So yeah, I think that's my question. of was Like
2: that being said, would they've been successful during seeding during harvest? Yep. For sure. Yep. Did they set themselves up for more success? Yeah. Like yes. don't wait around because you're too busy. Like yes. you're always going to be busy with something. Yep. Um, but if you have the ability to look ahead, do that. Like start sooner
1: than later. Um, so my listener question, what are the things that you know you're not or like, what do you know that you know that you're not doing? That was a lot of that's in there. <laughs> and like, do you know why you're not doing them? And who is the person that you can reach out to for help to get started on them? Like, let's just all face our shit now. That's my personal call out to you, to my listeners, <laughs> to my soapbox speeches. Episode three seventy six of Taryn's Soapbox seventy five. <laughs> there you go. And you know what? One of the easiest places to find that information: free Facebook group, our free group. There's tons of stuff being posted every day. Tons of tools and free things being given out that can help you just make those small changes. Again, not information-based, but more action-based.
0: Find yourself a coach. There's your two key things. Um, You guys know how to answer our questions. Follow our socials,
1: Facebook, Insta, Twitter. And as always, thanks for listening. Episode 81.